everybody, this is Miranda, the Reality of Wrestling Superstar, and you are listening to the Atomic Podcast. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast, coming to you live from Twin Lakes, Wisconsin, where I blow up the news on a verbal scale. My guest today, she is independent pro wrestling sensation, reality of wrestling star, Miranda Salinas. Miranda, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good here in the Midwest, um, dealing with mosquitoes and bugs. And how's everything in your neck of the woods? Uh, it actually just stormed today, so we're getting over that. It's kind of like hot and humid outside, so yeah. it's kind of nasty. Yeah. Well, Texas is known for a big, you know, big state and, and a lot of heat, so it's, it's just raining today? Yeah, it's just raining today, so it's normally just hot, but today it's raining, so now it's like hot and humid, but that's that's Houston weather. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, first of all, um, are you originally from Texas, born and raised? Yeah, I'm born and raised here from Houston. Oh, uh, and um, what's like? How how is living in Houston like? You know, it's it. You're like in the, in in the city. It, Houston is the city, basically, right? Yeah. So so how is that? Um, it's good. I like it down here. Uh, the only thing I don't like is the traffic can be really, really, really bad. Probably <laughs> the worst traffic here in Texas. But other than that, I mean, I've lived here my whole life, so you know. Yeah. Well, people say, because I'm originally from New York, people say New York, if you could survive New York traffic, you could survive anywhere. But you're saying Houston traffic is probably worse than New York, or you're not really too sure? Or? No, no, no. I, you might have it a little worse than what I do, I okay. think. Um, yeah, so I think your traffic might be way worse than Houston, but Houston, the traffic here is pretty bad regardless. Oh, so... um. Um, growing up, um, was you the type of child? Was you like a tomboy or something like that? You have like brothers and sisters, or? Yeah, um, I have, I have two sisters and one brother. I'm the oldest, and yeah. I was, yeah, I was like a really, really big tomboy. Like it was, it was really bad. Like, yeah, I was a really big tomboy, and I, I still am to this day. But I try to, I try to be girly here and there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like when you was younger, was, was like, did you play with? You know how people say, "Oh, that's a boy's toy" or whatnot. Did you play with like boys' toys, like wrestling men and like uh, He-Man figures or anything like that? Uh, I had the wrestling ring and I had like the action figures, but I think the biggest thing was like the skateboard because I used to skateboard like crazy when I was little, and that's kind of like a boys thing. Yeah. I I guess you can say that's a boys thing, and I would wear like snapbacks and like listen to like heavy rock music. It, yeah, it, it was it was that, and it's still like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so um um, how about high school? Was you a star, like a sports athlete in high school? Was you like in a cheerleading? What, what, what did you have any like sports activities in school? Um, I actually did not. The only time I played sports was when I was in middle school. I was like sixth and seventh grade. I did basketball. Um, but throughout high school, I didn't. I actually didn't do any sports. Uh, I did a little bit of boxing, but that that was probably when I was fifteen or sixteen, and then I had messed up my shoulder. Um, so after I messed up my shoulder, I had a surgery on it, and from then I really didn't do anything but wrestling. Whenever I turned eighteen, wait, wait a minute. So you had surgery at fifteen on your shoulder? 
Yeah, I was about 15 or 16, and I have uh, two screws in the front of my shoulder and two screws in the back of my shoulder. Holy shit. Damn. Yeah. Already? Damn. Yeah. And that wasn't... It wasn't wasn't from wrestling. It was, like, something that I was born with. Like, my tissue was already messed up, and then I'm double-jointed in my elbow. So my shoulder would dislocate out of place a lot, and I just ended up having a surgery. But I'm fine, because ever since I've had the surgery, I haven't had any problems at all ever i've never had any type of shoulder problems so it's like i didn't have it you know what i mean yeah are you still like double jointed in your elbows yeah i'm still double jointed in both but i think that would just make it dislocate a little bit because whenever Uh. i was in boxing i would like practice and we would spar and it would come out of place and some people like they have shoulder problems and their shoulder pops out of place and they got to get somebody to pop it back but mine would just go out and go right back in but it was something that was like an ongoing process that was as i got older it was happening more and more and more so then yeah. i just saw a doctor and there was torn tissue and he's like we just got to put screws in it to keep it in place so that's yeah that's pretty much that story right there oh my god it just hurts me just hearing you talk about it oh man <laughs> i don't have any problems with it though none at all wow that's good that's good and no injuries as of right now either right you're injury free yeah, I'm injury-free. Good, good. Um, how, like, what was your biggest influence into becoming a wrestler? Did you have any influences that made you want to be a wrestler? Um, I always, I always, I grew up watching it, so I watched it, you know, growing up my whole childhood. Um, and then I had, like, a gap in high school where I didn't watch it, and then one day I was just, like, scrolling through TV, and it was on, and I put it on, mm-hmm. and it was, like, a lot different from what it was whenever I watched it as a child, and... I just started to watch it every week, and then I just, I wanted to do it. I was like, I want to do that. I know I can do that. And then I went and tried it, and that was that was pretty much it. Like, ever since I got in the ring, I've never really stepped out of it. I've just been, it's been, you know, right right when I started training, like, I just, I fell in love with it. So, you know, just take me back, because, you know, there's a lot of people out there who want to be wrestlers, and they do, you know, probably, like, public access wrestling or backyard wrestling. Um, how did you find a school or whatnot or like how tell take me to the process like how did you tell yourself at you know at your young age this is what i want to do and how did you pursue it um i really didn't know how to go about it because i didn't know how anything worked i didn't really know anything about wrestling i just wanted to do it uh so i just looked something up online and i found a school here in downtown and i went and got trained there for a year and then after I was trained, uh, I went in, I was contacted by Booker T, and he wanted me to go train at his school. So I just looked it up online, because I, I really didn't know how to go about it. I didn't know anybody who wrestled. I, you know, I didn't know the process for it. So I just looked it up online, and there was a school downtown. So I went and just got trained there, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So what, what process did you have to do to get into, you know, I guess the school? Like, what process did you have to do that? You had to make sure your medical was good and you had to put, like, a down payment? Like, the, the, the whole uh, process? Uh, it wasn't uh, anything about medical. It was more so, like, if you want to get trained, you just go um, and you try it out for a day. Because, yeah. You know, to see if it's really for you. So you take, like, your first few bumps, you run the ropes, uh, and then if you want to come back, then you just, you know, you pay to get trained, and that's what that's what I did. So I went, um, I went, and I went my first day, and the next day I was, like, really, really sore. So I didn't go <laughs> for, like, a week, and they called me, and they're like, hey, are you going to come back? And I was like, yeah. So then the next week I just went, and I started, I just started getting trained, and I was there, uh, 
three days a week for mm-hmm. about four hours every night out of the week. And then I was just going to indie shows and working the indies. But yeah. I trained for like a whole year before I even like had my first match. Um, was you in a group training or was it like a one-on-one session or? No, it was. it's a group training. So anybody that wants to go to the school can go. You just have to pay for it. Um, but they don't make you show up certain days. So it's like basically whoever showed up to training was training. You know what I mean? It wasn't one-on-one. Um, it was like a, it was a group session, maybe about five to eight people. Oh, okay. And who, um, who were your trainers or if you have, or you had one trainer or you had more than one or. Um, I got, when I first got trained downtown, I was getting trained by, um, Tugboat, Tugboat Taylor. So he was oh, okay. the trainer there, his yeah. son. And then they had a friend that would come and help. Uh, and then the guys that had been training there that had a little bit more experience would always jump in. Uh, I was mainly the only girl. That, I, yeah, I was the only girl down there. So I trained mainly with the guys, but it was always somebody different, you know. Well, uh, Tugboat Taylor, his son is Chaz Taylor, right? Yeah, that's him. Okay, okay. And how um, how was Tugboat as a trainer? He gave you a lot of, because he's been in the business for a long time. So he gave you like a lot of good knowledge and a lot of good feedback. Yeah, he did. Uh, he was actually really, really funny, too, about everything. Uh, he was always, like, on my butt if I couldn't do anything. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, and he was always there, even if he, you know, because he didn't get in the ring at the time, but he would watch and help us do promos and just, you know, give us knowledge of what we don't know and what he experienced as a wrestler. Yeah. Um. As a as as training goes, what is the hardest part? The actual in ring moves or the promos for you? Um. Honestly, the hardest part I wouldn't I wouldn't say in ring moves or promos. Promos I promos I can get like the back of my hand. They're really not that hard for me. Um. When I first got into it, I didn't want to be in front of a camera for anything because I was just nervous like crazy. But now I think uh, a promo like I can. I can do a promo with my eyes closed. Um, I think it's more of, I, honestly, I think it's more of the basic stuff that's that's hard for me. Not like wrestling moves, like big moves and finishes and things like that. I think it's the basic training and like getting your rolls down perfect, getting your bumps down perfect, running the ropes perfect. And it's just something that you have to, it has to be consistent in order for it to stay good, if that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Um. Des- describe a typical day of training for you. Like, what's you know what what do you do for your for your workout? What's your routine? Uh, my workout like in ring training or out ring training. Um, for both. For both. Okay. Uh. Well. So if I'm normally training, uh, right now I'm doing jujitsu. So I'm doing that from like twelve to one, three days a week. Uh, wow. But if I'm in the gym lifting, it's normally like a right as of right now. It's like a split body routine where I'll pick like two body parts. Um. And I'll train that for about an hour and a half to two hours. And then I'll follow it with fasted cardio. Um, And I train fasted on an empty stomach always. But it's normally like legs and core together, um, shoulders and triceps, or chest and shoulders, biceps and triceps. So I normally pick like two body parts and focus on those. And then when I'm done, I'll do fasted cardio like on the Stairmaster Mm -hmm. if I'm not doing jujitsu. Because I consider jujitsu as cardio right now because it's for a whole hour. Yeah. Oh, and and uh, and what about your in ring? Um, in ring. So we'll start off just warming up, stretching, uh, and then basic stuff. So arm drag rolls, front rolls, back rolls, your typical back bump, your handstand bump, your cut flip bump, and then basically whatever we 
whatever drills we have going on for training or whatever we're working on that day, that's what we do. So it's not like something every single day. Um, But what I prefer is like, I just like to get in the ring with somebody and just roll around and just wrestle, you know, opposed to drills. Drills are always good and they're good for cardio um, and they're good for basics. But I like getting in there and just, just rolling around with somebody and filling somebody out. Like if I'm having a real match with them because, uh, you know, the way you train is the way you perform. Well, um, what is your best feature, um, body wise? Like, like what's, what's your best feature and what's your worst feature? Like something that you need to work on a lot. Um, I think my best feature would be my shoulders and also my lower body. Um, and I think my worst would have to be like my, I don't know, I guess I see myself differently than what other people do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but to me, I need to work on my triceps. Your triceps, or yeah, they're like the they're like the smallest part of my body. Like I feel like my shoulders are really really big for my my weight and my height. Uh, yeah, but I have no triceps. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have no triceps. Is that is that probably because of genetics? You know, family wise, or no, it's it's my fault because I don't work them. I hate doing biceps and I hate doing triceps. Like it's just it's the worst exercise. I hate to do. Like I don't look forward to going to the gym to like do biceps and triceps i just don't like it if people haven't seen you wrestle yet um how would you describe your in-ring style um i would say i'm pretty fast-paced uh really aggressive and i'm kind of stiff to be honest really oh okay yeah but i like working that way um so i like i like the other person to be pretty snug with me as well because it looks better to the audience if that makes sense yeah and it looks you know it looks like you're actually in a fight. Yeah. Oh, and um, you are currently in reality of wrestling, and um, your debut was at the Women's Battle Royal, correct? Um, no, my debut it was wasn't? not the, at the Women's Battle Royal. Uh, I've been there for maybe about four years now. Uh, I debuted a, in a singles match against uh, a girl named Raquel. Uh, but I had been there. Which which battle royal are you talking about? Um, was it the for the, the um, Diamonds Championship? Uh, for Summer Champions. Yes. Like a few years ago. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I was probably there. I probably had already been uh, at Reality Wrestling like a year before <gasps> that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and um, um, how was that? Like seeing the crowd and actually coming down the ring, and you know, just the the whole like the spectacle. How was it for you? Like, the first time? Yes, yes. The very first time. Oh, the first time I was so nervous. I was super nervous. Um, <laughs> like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm, I don't want to go out there and have a bad match. And I don't, this crowd doesn't know me. So, I like, the first time that I had a match there, I was just like, oh, my God. I was just, excuse my language, but I was shitting bricks the whole entire day. <laughs> but then I went out there and we had we had a pretty good match so i wasn't worried about it and then after that it's it's been fine ever since so it was just one of those things where you have to like break the ice and yeah yeah um how hands-on is booker t in reality of wrestling like do you interact with him does he give you pointers like is he hands-on like is he accessible for you to talk to if you needed to talk to him oh yeah um if he's available and if he's at the school we can always talk to him um, when he's not there, I try not to bug him so much, but if he's there, uh, you can always ask questions and there's never going to be like a stupid question or anything like that. And he'll give you feedback and he'll tell you what you need to work on, whether it's like in ring stuff, 
facials, being loud, character. Uh, he does help a lot, and I like. I really appreciate everything that he's done because I got so much better whenever I went over there. And when I go to training, I never learn. Like I never not learn anything new. So I'm always learning something new when I'm there. So far, um, in your short career now, who's been your toughest opponent? Um, I would have to say toughest opponent. I have to think about that one. I'm not, nobody comes to to the top of my head where I'm like, oh man, that was tough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, nobody, yeah, nobody, nobody really stiff you really hard? You're like, oh, man, this girl hit me fucking hard and shit. Nothing, nothing like that? No, no. Not oh. yet. I mean, that's, that's just, I'm used to that because I trained with the guys for so long and we we worked like that always. So, if anything, I feel like I'm always the one that's, like, stiff in the ring and, like, have to apologize before and after. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Um, how what are what are the fans are like when they are hollering at you? Do do do, do they give do, um do they give you like cat calls or they 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 cheer for you? You know how fans could be different for any particular woman. You know, um, good or bad or indifferent. Like how like what what kind of reaction you get? Uh, I guess it, it just depends where it's at. If you're talking about reality of wrestling, um, I always uh, the crowd is always behind me there. They love me there. But other places, you know, I'll get food. But it. It just it just depends on where you're at, I guess. So reality wrestling, all the fans there know me, um, so they they like me, and I I believe that they like when I'm out there and they like when I'm performing because yeah. they're always chanting my name. Um, even if I was like a heel down there, <laughs> I would still get like chants, which is why I'm a babyface down there. But it just depends on where you're at over there. Uh, like they know me, so it, they're pretty they're behind me the whole entire time. Is there any particular wrestlers you emulate with your moves or any wrestlers who give you influences that you pattern your style after or no? Um, I like a lot of Austin Aries stuff. Okay. Uh, but I, I, try to, I try to just look at a whole lot of different... I try not to, not to like take everybody's stuff and just make it mine. I try to just look at a lot of different people and just put it all together and make it my own, if that makes sense. Um, I watch a lot of Austin Aries and a lot of Bobby Roode, um, but in AJ Lee, I liked a lot of her stuff. I love the way she sells, so I, I was always watching her, um, but just different stuff different from everywhere, Lucha Underground, um, TNA, the indie scene, WWE. I just watch everything, and I just try to make it mine. Um, so far, have you had an unforgettable moment yet in wrestling? I know it's still early on in your career, but have you had anything memorable as of now? Um, I think pretty much, like, the biggest memorable moment was probably whenever, uh, I did, whenever I was in the match at the Mae Young Classic, you know, I'll never be able to forget that, um, the match was, like, so fast, and I felt like it was, like, it ended, like, so quick, but... Like, the whole entire time that I was in the WWE ring, like, that's that moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. That moment of your career that you'll, that you'll never forget. Yeah. Let's talk about that, the WWE Mae Young Classic. Um, How did you get the call? And, well, you know, you talked a little bit about it, but how was it like being a part with all these tremendously talented women in one place? You know, how was it? Um, it was really good. It was a good experience. I got to meet a lot of different people that I never met before. 
um, and be around a lot of women um, that are in the business. Uh, I got the call. I, I tried out for them in February, and then um, I got the call maybe in the middle of March. So, well, actually, I didn't get a call. I got an email, and I kind of got like, okay, maybe, you know, maybe we'll use you. And then maybe like two weeks later, they sent me another email, and they said, okay, this is your official invitation to the Mayhem Classic. So that's how that happened. I tried out for them in February, and it was just like, it was perfect timing. I was in the right place at the right time. If I would have went afterwards, you know, I, I probably wouldn't have been in it, but I feel like I got my foot in the door at the right time. You know, there was a lot of talent there from... You know, from the in from, from you know people well known in the indies to people who haven't you know people who didn't know like who you know people from Germany like um Jazzy Gaber and there's a lot of people out there um like how did you like feel that you fit in that that mold in the tournament how did you feel? Um, I felt like I wasn't like known down there, but oh, it was okay. fine. Uh, because I haven't you know been all over the place i haven't been to the uk and i haven't been to japan i haven't been to stardom or anything like that and a lot of those girls are known because they've traveled all over the world um but there was a few girls down there like renee michelle uh the girl that i roomed with that were in the same spot as me so i didn't feel like mad or sad or anything about it everything was a good experience everybody was positive and everybody was supportive um the whole entire time it was just nothing but positive vibes so like, I, I was really happy to be there. Oh, was you taking selfies like crazy and getting, like, group pictures on or not? <laughs> uh, I, took a, I took a few, but <laughs> I took a few, but I tried not to be on my phone so much because, for one, we can't be on our phone there. And, for two, we were so busy with filming and photo shoots and makeup and hair and getting in the ring and rehearsing. So, it was more so of us not really having a lot of time to be on our phone, if that makes sense. Yeah. Have you had any regrets in life as of now? Um, I would have to say no. Okay. No. No, no regrets? No. Okay. Um, what's your, huh? Maybe a few few ex-boyfriends here and there, but (laughs) other than that, no. What did they do? Did they cheat on you? What did they do? Uh, I mean, I've had a few that cheated on me, but it's, you know... It's old, so it doesn't matter. I'm not yeah. worried about it. Oh, <laughs> all right, all right, no problem. It, it, it's just kind of funny, like you know, it's like they probably be like, "Oh my god, you cheated on her? She's a wrestler now." You know, I, 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 I can <laughs> <Right>? imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the uh, what's like the best advice you received from a wrestler or so, you know one of your peers in the business? Have you got like any good advice? Um, the best advice that I've taken is just um. Like, market yourself. Wherever you go, market yourself. Meet as many people as you can. Ask as many questions as you can. Because in the long run, the more people that you know and the more of a good person that you are, the more opportunities you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And um, where where would you like to wrestle? You know, after reality of wrestling, would you like to go to Japan? Would you like to go to Germany? Or, your, you know, where, where, where would you like to go? Yeah, um, for the, I want to wrestle in the UK for sure, for sure. That's uh, I'm trying to figure out a way to get my foot in the door down there, uh, and it'll happen pretty soon. Uh, but that's where I want to go. I want to wrestle in the UK, and I want to wrestle at Progress Wrestling. 
Oh, okay. Um, how about in um, Sabotage Wrestling or, or Shimmer, any of that? Yeah, um, I got I got some pretty some pretty cool stuff coming up soon. Uh, I'll be working with Sabotage maybe in a few months. And wow. Then, um, yeah, I'll be working with Shimmer in a few months as well. So I got I got some pretty good stuff coming up. Um, but no UK stuff coming up, and it'll happen soon. But that's where I I'm really looking forward to working in the UK. Wow. And Sabotage, um, who are, who are you looking, because there's a lot of, you know, rest, a lot of great wrestlers that are there. Who you, who, is there any particular, um, person you're looking forward to working with, if you get the opportunity to work with? Oh, yeah. Thunder Rosa, for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. She's awesome. Um, how do you think you guys would gel together in the ring? Oh, I think it would be amazing. Like, I, it's going to happen one day and I can't wait. Like, I, I can't wait. Um. I would just want I want a one on one match with her really really bad uh, and it's it's gonna be awesome and it'll happen one day really really soon so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, are you a big fan of Thunder Rosa and if so like what what is it about her that appeals to you? Uh, just just her style is different to me and just like just everything that she does she makes it mean something and she just stands out she has a different look. Uh, so it's just one of those things where I just want to have a great match with her. Oh, that would be awesome. I think, I think yeah, Sab, Sab, no, we, yeah, we can tear the house down. Yes. Oh, uh, somebody better record that. Cause I want to see that on YouTube because that'll probably be in LA or so, somewhere, uh, you know, cause sabotage needs to come to the Midwest. Nobody comes to the Midwest, but they need to come to the Midwest. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any wrestling down there at all? We just have, um, a promotion called Bruce city wrestling and is run by Frankie DeFalco. It runs a show every like month or so. But okay. it's just a Wisconsin-based wrestling, you know, with, like, just homegrown talent. And, you know, you'll have some wrestlers come out here and there. Like, um, Malaya Hosaka was the last one that came out here. And, you know, you get random, like, Cheeseburger, Silas Young, you know. Okay, okay. But, you know, it, it's it, um, um, it's a small promotion, but it's, like, almost very hardcore. Like, you know, you get, like, the same fans that come there all the time, diehard fans. Got you, loyal fans. Yes, yes, yes. Those are the best type of fans, though. Yeah. Um. Do you like speaking of fans? Like, do you have like in in Texas? Like, do you have like particular fans that come just to see you? Like, you have like your own core fans. Uh, I have this one girl that comes to see me. I don't um, work in Houston too much. It's normally everywhere else but Houston. Okay. Uh, but I have this one girl named Monica. She really, really supports me with everything. And she comes and watches me. Uh, she goes to all the reality wrestling shows, but she'll come and see me elsewhere. So that's one person that follows me. Big shout out to Monica, who's a big fan. <laughs> big shout out. <laughs> He's going to love that. <laughs> big shout out. Monica, you're a big fan and Miranda loves you. So you heard it here. <laughs> um, uh, is um Besides, you know, um reality of wrestling and, you know, you're already, you know, put your foot door in the WWE um, is the next step the WWE or reality of, of wrestling is your home for a while? Um, no, actually I'm going to be doing some stuff outside of reality of wrestling for right now. Oh, okay. Um, I have, yeah, I have a lot of uh, big opportunities coming up, but I'm not, I'm kind of keeping quiet about it because I kind of want it to be a surprise. But I have some, some really big stuff coming up within these next few months. Uh, so everybody just needs to be on the lookout for that. Uh, no, no, no teaser, no sneak peek. Is it like not yet? Oh. Not yet. 
It's not Global Force. It's not, not nothing like that, or uh, Lucha no. Underground. Nothing. No, it's uh, it won't be here in the U.S. So ah, it'll be overseas. Let's just put it like that. Okay, okay, that's very vague, but okay, I'll 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 go with that overseas. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you couldn't be wrestling, if let's say wrestling wasn't in the cards for you, what would you be doing today? Um, I, I mean, I'm in school, so I'd probably just be in school full time. I'm in school part time right now because of wrestling and work. So I would, I'd probably just be in school full time right now, and just like I'm a trainer as well, so I'd probably just be doing that. Uh, I really don't know what else, what else to do, to be honest. Wow, so like, you know, cause it, it fascinates me because, you know, I talk to, and I talk to like actors and a lot of other people about it. Like, they knew when, not, they knew, like, if they had a regular, let's say, a data processing job or they were working at the post office or something, like, they knew they were meant for something else, but they never, like, pursued it. You know, there's like, ah, oh, I got a family, I got kids, I can't do that. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, you knew at an early age, like, I want to be a wrestler, and I'm going to figure out how the fuck I'm going to do this, but I'm going to be a wrestler. Like, you already knew, hands down, you wanted to be a wrestler, right? Yeah, I, I knew that I wanted to be a wrestler. Um, all I ever wanted was to get trained and get a tryout as soon as possible. My thing was, like, I'll work hard, and I'll bust my ass as much as I can and get a tryout, and I'll get something out of it. Um, and I did. And now, like, I sometimes I just, like, sit and think, like, if there wasn't wrestling, like, what would I really do? Because I can't keep a job for shit. Um, <laughs> I can't. I really can't. Unless it's training. I love training. Uh, I love being a trainer and helping people. But, like, a regular, like, nine-to-five job, like, I just, like, I don't see myself doing anything like that. I mean, I'm in school for physical therapy, so, like, health and science and human body and fitness, I can do that. But anything else, I'm just, like, I don't know, like, what I even would like to do besides wrestling. It's no. one of those things where, like, it's it's meant to be. What was the worst 9-to-5 job you ever had? Oh, my God. It was probably... Now, I, I'm a trainer, so don't get me wrong. But I, before I became a trainer, I was a salesperson at LA Fitness. And it was the worst <laughs> job ever. Why? If the, for one, you have one off day, and your off day was on Tuesday. What am I going to do on a Tuesday? <laughs> so you had one off day. Your off day was on a Tuesday. Um, the shift was ridiculous, stupid. You worked a split shift, so you were at the gym. from Your shift was from 9 to 1, and you had a really big break, and you had to go back from 4 to 8. And then on Saturdays and Sundays, you had to be there at 8 a.m. And it was just, oh, my God, I'll and I was there for a year, and I don't even know how I did it. I don't recommend that job for anyone. No. Was the pay good at least, or no? No, it was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so say so, say no to nine to five jobs. <laughs> yeah, no to nine to five. Oh man, um. Sell merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see Miranda being a mother down the future, or no way? Uh, no way. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like no, no, yeah. no. Like, yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe I'll change my mind later, but I, I really don't think so. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, I read that you was part of the Rosebuds. How did that come about? Oh yeah, uh, I was a Rosebud maybe about three to four years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, it was just one of those things where uh, I just got uh, Booker T had helped me get get on that little gig. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was like. 
uh, three day thing, and it was it was fun. Uh, you got to like get in the ring and have a match in front of the people down there. So it was like a tryout for a tryout, and then you also got to do the rosebud thing. So that was pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, it, it, you know, that sort of got your foot wet into the WWE. And you're like, wow, I'm here. Like, this is it. You know, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was one of those things where, like, I didn't get a tryout from being a Rosebud. I got a tryout from, you know, just doing my own thing and sending my stuff in and asking for a tryout. Yeah. Uh, because I had I never had got called back after the Rosebud thing. So, but that was years ago. So that's a whole different story. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and my final question for you is, what would the Miranda of today tell the Miranda of yesterday? Uh, just be a little more open-minded because when I first got into the business, like I didn't want to hear anything from anybody. It was just like, get trained and get a tryout. Get trained and get a tryout. Like I didn't care about the Indies. I didn't care about any of that. I didn't want any of that. All I wanted, it was like WWE or nothing, WWE or nothing. And still, you know, like shoot for shoot for the stars, but don't forget about the journey that gets you there. Uh, and before, I didn't I didn't want to listen to anybody, but now I'm really really open minded, and I just ask as many questions as I have. Awesome, awesome, Miranda. Thank you so much. Um, plug your social media. Plug any upcoming events that people might see you in. Um, just promote. For sure. For sure. Plug your social media. Can you hear me? Yeah, I said um, plug your social okay. media. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Now follow me on Twitter. It's the Miranda underscore S. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Miranda, thank you so much. You're welcome. Now, I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks.